welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged, by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. You are sounding a lot better now, Ree. <laughs> I'm feeling a lot better, would you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, no, it got to the point where it was so bad. Um, I could not, I, I literally could not talk. I had to take a couple days off work because... Uh, my job is based around taking phone calls and if I can't talk that's uh that's kind of useless so yeah yeah <laughs> and also, and also the pod is based around need. talking so I had to take I had to take a pot off yeah oh god <laughs> Ree was messaging me being like we'll do it we're all good it's fine I should be okay I'll let you know and yeah. meanwhile literally they cannot talk and I'm like no even if <laughs> You miraculously get your voice back within the next yeah. 24 hours. I mm-hmm. still don't think it's a good idea because you've got to rest it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, yeah, if I had, like, strained it, I probably would have needed to take more time off work or um, more time off pod than we want to. So, exactly. yeah, not, not, not a good idea. Uh, we want to try and avoid that, if possible, <laughs> uh, with the fact that my life is heavily voice-based. Exactly. So we've got to take care of the old vocal cords. <laughs> what have you done in your two weeks off? Uh, working, just a lot of working when I have been able to and able to speak. Settling into the new job. Um, I'm loving it. I'm doing really well, apparently, uh, to the point where they want to sign me on with a longer contract um, with the actual company. Oh. Yeah, because um, I got hired through, um, through a recruitment agency, so it was just a casual contract. And they're like, hey, uh, we love you. We want to we wanna properly sign you on. So I'll get a pay rise. I'll get annual leave. Ooh. I could maybe get bonuses. So very fancy. Feeling, so very, grown up. feeling very grown up. Feeling very fancy. Um, so, of course, uh, to celebrate this, um, I went to the pub. <laughs> you, just, you stayed in, right? You stayed home? Yes, I, I have done... Uh, Nothing social. No, as basically, basically as soon as soon as I was well enough. Um, well, what happened was on Saturday, the Saturday that's just gone, um, I had a very big day. Um, I had a housewarming in the afternoon. Um, I saw some friends that aren't from around here in the evening after that. But during the day before that, uh, was probably the most important thing. So I actually got to see some of my family uh, for the first time in three years. How was that? I uh, yeah, it was really good. I got to see my grandmother. She's down from Queensland. Uh, me and my younger brother Shane, famous famous Shane, um, <laughs> we hopped on a train at five a.m. to go up the coast uh, to one of the farms and spent a good chunk of the day there with my grandma and my great auntie uh just you know catching up shooting the shit uh being cry i did i did i did cry i cried a fair bit um it was pretty overwhelming uh seeing gran after so long and also this is the first time i've seen her since my grandfather passed away at the end of last year Mm -hmm. um so yeah so uh you know you know you know how relatives are especially older relatives when uh, when you see them for the first time in a while, they whip their phone out and they just go through their entire image gallery. Like, look yeah. at all these things. Uh, I got to see. I got to see lots of videos of uh, my baby cousin, which is cool. Uh, but I also got to see a lot of photos of my grandfather, 
in his kind of while he was in the home in like his last days. Oh, uh, it was it was kind of full oh. on, and like I didn't want to I didn't want to say to her, Gran, I, I really don't want to see this, um, mm-hmm. because you know, like we we she, she wasn't really able to share it with us before Betty because yeah. we weren't we weren't able to be around because this is when there were the border closures, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I'm sitting there and she's showing me things, you know, I'm like laughing and smiling and tearing up a little bit. And there was definitely a few points in the day where I excused myself to go outside um, and like walked around the other side of the house and just had a big fucking sob. Um, I was I was sucking on my vape like it was an inhaler because I was just like I was that I was that anxious and like I, I was crying. And I but I didn't want I didn't want her to see me like that because yeah. she, she hadn't seen me in like three years. Um, the last time that I saw her was when I was up for your wedding. That's how long ago it was. Whoa. Yeah. So I hadn't seen her since then. I didn't want her to see me being a blubbering wreck. So, yeah, I, I kept uh, taking myself out for conveniently timed vape breaks <laughs> um, in which I would cry. <laughs> Just have a, have a big old cry. But it was it was good. It was kind of it was kind of cathartic. Um, mm-hmm. It did feel it did feel like a little bit of closure because yeah, as I've mentioned before, you know, several times uh, on the pod, you know, I was very close with my grandfather and I unfortunately did not get to see him before he passed away. Uh, so it was kind of in a way, it was like um, me getting to kind of have that closure. If I couldn't see him uh, personally in his last days, I still got to see my grandmother and we talked about him and you know, I saw some pictures. Um, and now I know where his like gravestone is, so next time mm. I'm up there, I can visit it and uh, put a can of beer on it for him. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then that was a lot. And then um, I don't know how much experience you have with like going up to like roughly that area that I went to. Where I went to was Warner Vale. Um, it takes uh, over two hours to get there on a train from Sydney. Mm. Um, so I did that twice in one day. <laughs> Uh, one day Holy in shit. one day with Shane who I love to death but he just wants to talk <laughs> the whole time yeah and I'm sitting there it's like you know it's like 5 30 in the morning we're on the first train we had to get two trains up um I'm sitting there on the first train I'm like clutching my uh 500 mil can of V like <laughs> it is uh you know like it's lifeblood like it's water and I've just been in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights I've got my headphones in I'm trying to listen to New Order and just, like, zone out a bit. And he just wants to keep talking. And I felt kind of bad. Like, I would take my headphone out and I would listen to him for a bit and, like, you know, engage. But then I would, like, very pointedly put the headphone back in so Mm -hmm. he could see me doing it just to be like, okay, buddy, it's, uh, I need to dissociate again for a bit. It's quiet time now, Shane. It's quiet time. It's time for me to stare out the window. We're going past the Hawkesbury River. The sun's coming up. It's beautiful. It's, you know, I just want to, I just want to, uh you know, uh, take in the serenity, uh, before I do this thing that is inevitably going to make me upset. But he just, he just wants to chat and he wants to show me memes on his phone. It was very cute, but I was just like, oh, dude, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't want to break your heart right now, but I do not have the energy for this at all. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, we got the train back in the afternoon and basically as soon as I got home, I had to start getting ready to go to this, uh, this housewarming shindig for my good friend Sam, uh, who, again, I hadn't seen him in a while either. 
just a just a very very busy day. So I basically spent Sunday in bed recovering. Uh, not not even because I had had particularly much to drink when I was at the party or anything. It was just kind of like just emotional I was, exhaustion. I was, emotional exhaustion and just physical exhaustion from spending like a whole day non-stop doing stuff like I had like no downtime during the day except for those train rides but even then it's hard to like fully relax on those like it's not comfortable Mm -hmm. you know anyone anyone who's been on Sydney trains uh, especially for long rides those those seats are not particularly comfortable you can't really relax in them (laughs) they didn't earn the nickname shitty rail for nothing there are many reasons that they are shitty rail, and that is one of them. Those seats are not fucking comfortable at all. Uh, so, yeah, so there was that. And then since then, just, you know, back at work, eh? Well, you spent Sunday <laughs> recovering. I mm. spent Sunday because it was Mother's Day. I spent Sunday. I went to the Green Edge again because, as we know, I like to go to the Green Edge because it's my favorite cafe. I got the Eggs Benny and Eggs we Benny. all got food and... It was obviously it was delicious because it's the green edge. Yeah. And then we went in to pay and our meals all together cost over a hundred dollars because it was the four of us and we got drinks as well. And it all adds up. Went in to pay and one of the owners calls me closer to the counter and she goes, come closer here, mum. We have had some really lovely customers who um, came in and offered to pay it forward, pay for people's meals uh, today, and we've chosen you. Aww. And we would, I just want to let you know that your whole meal is already paid for. You don't owe us anything. Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I started bawling my eyes out yeah. at the counter. I was like, Are oh you my serious? god. No, I would too. That's just like the nicest thing that, yeah. And like, we don't that's have... That's so sweet. We really can't afford to be going out to eat all the time. Yeah. But, you know, it was Mother's Day and Michael and the kids wanted to do something nice for me and we went out to the Green Edge and, you know, he put money aside and made sure that we had it and all that stuff. Aww. And then just that stranger anonymously paying for our meal meant that we could get more groceries and it just, like... It was like I was, I was crying, and the the owner was like, "I know I got goosebumps," and oh. it was just, I couldn't believe it because I know that these things happen to people, or yeah. like I can understand that they happen to people because like people talk about it all the time. Yeah, but I then, see it online all the time. But I always just think, sure, like, yeah, as that's if. never gonna happen to me. And then it di- it did. I couldn't believe okay. it. That is so insanely sweet. Well, um, you know, anonymous donor, we know you're listening. <laughs> yep, you we know so you're mu- listening. Thank you so much for making Jace's mother day, Mother's Day really special because that is just so gorgeous. That's such a lovely thing to do for someone. I, I can't believe that because with everything going on in the world, blah, 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 it's pretty shit and people are shit and it's really hard to remember that people, not everyone is shit. Yeah, that's just a little it's reminder. Good. Some people are okay. <laughs> some people are okay. Yeah. Some pe- some people are not shit. Uh, that's the that's the sequel to um, the popular Slipknot song. People equal shit. <laughs> uh, that's some that's people f- equals not shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some people equal not shit. <laughs> 
There we go. Episode title, 10 yeah. minutes in. We've already got one. Perfect. Some people equal not shit. Oh. <laughs> no, really, that's that's so sweet. I do see stuff like that all the time on social media. And it is one of those things where you're like, oh, that's really lovely. That's really lovely. But that's, that's never going to happen to me. That's never going to happen mm-hmm. to me. Never. So that's just so nice that you got to have that. And on Mother's Day. Yeah. It feels like something that only happens in movies. Yeah, seriously. Or for TikTok clout. <laughs> yeah. Or in Starbucks lines in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've seen, I've seen, um, on the occasion when my, uh, my TikTok like algorithm, every once in a while it'll reset itself to shit that I don't really want to see. Yeah, it's it kind completely of like, shits the bed sometimes. It can't, it's the kind of like more, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to shit on people. I don't want to be like, oh, what I like is good and what you like isn't good. But it resets Normies. to kind of the – it resets to the kind of, like, popular normie shit. And yep. I will occasionally see that. And it's usually, like, these um, creators that have that kind of money to splash around. They'll do something like that. But then they, they want to film the reaction. I fucking hate that. It makes me I feel hate that. so it's gross. It's not and... genuine. It's not <sighs> genuine. Like, yeah, okay, cool. You, you still paid for that person's food or their Starbucks or their groceries or whatever. And, like, that's really lovely for that person. But, like, the other person is still getting something out of it that it's, like, not what they should be getting out of it. Essentially, they're using these people as a prop. Yeah, what they should be getting out of it is that they fucking did something nice for another human being. Exactly. Like, the person at the Green Edge didn't want to be identified. They just paid for it and said, no, we're passing it along. Do it. And that was it. I don't I have no idea who that was and I'll never find out who that was and they probably don't want to, don't want people to know who it was. Yeah. But yeah. these people on TikTok film it, film yeah. people's reactions and then they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hey, we were filming you. Give me permission to post on the internet so that fucking people will like it and think that I'm a great person." It just yeah. make oh, we see you. We see you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anytime I see something like that, I'm like, "This is not a good person." No, no, they often aren't. Like when, you know, celebrities and people with like, um, you know, bigger online followings and stuff do stuff like that. Like, yeah, if it's if it's just for a video, then that is kind of fucked. I have seen people saying online, um, usually, usually in my like, um, I follow I follow some Instagram accounts that um post like anonymous celebrity gossip and shit like that, because Mm -hmm. I am tragic and nosy. Mm -hmm. And um, a millennial white woman. <laughs> I'm using the term woman very loosely here, but I can definitely lump myself in with them for this particular situation. Uh, and I have seen people like anonymously posting, oh, you know, um, fuck, I can't, I can't think of a specific example, but just, you know, off the top of my head, like, oh, you know, Chris Evans uh, was volunteering at a, at a soup kitchen or something like that. And he didn't mm-hmm. want people to take pictures of him and stuff like stuff like that. Fuck Yeah. That's great. They're actually like using their time um, and actually helping people and actually helping people instead of just being like, you know, I paid for this lady's Starbucks and you won't guess what happens next. Like (laughs) fucking fuck off. Like actually fuck off and die. I I can guess what happens next. You uploaded it to TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think I think a lot of people used to do that kind of stuff on YouTube as well. I wouldn't know Mm -hmm. because like the YouTube sphere that I'm in nowadays is like very hyper specific. It's me and my little video essay land. Um, So I don't often see that there, but when I was kind of on more like general YouTube when I was younger and I was kind of watching basically whatever popped up, I would see Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And even, even then, even when I was like in my early twenties, I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
I don't know how I feel about this. Especially... I really don't know how I feel about it. Like, it's one thing when it's someone shopping at the grocery store and then they're like, Mm. hey, I'll pay for you. That still makes me feel gross, as I think we've discussed uh, Mm. before. But uh, it was a huge thing a few years ago for people to approach homeless people and film Mm. homeless people and film them giving homeless people food and money and stuff. And Yeah. What happens after you walk away from that person? Yeah. Like, you've just used that person to get your views, to get your likes, to get people to talk about how great you are, and then you've mm. walked away. And now this person, like, you haven't done anything. Like, every little thing counts, obviously. Yeah. People helping people out. But if you were such a great, amazing person, you wouldn't be filming this person for your channel or for your TikTok or whatever. You would just no, be doing exactly. these things. You would just be doing these things and, you'd, you know, you'd be putting your money where your mouth is and you'd be putting your time into it as well because like you can do one thing and get the clout off it but that's just one thing like you know Mm -hmm. one meal isn't that person's going to appreciate that one meal Mm -hmm. but in the long run that's not really going to help them out of their situation exactly and then you're just using them and now like people like i i feel like you're inviting looky-loos and people to go to where that homeless person hangs out because they put it like on the internet and then basically you're showing where that homeless person lives and either yeah. the city can move them on because then the city knows what's going on. Yeah. Uh, people yeah, can go exactly. and harass them if they want to or whatever. I just feel like oh, I just hate the whole concept of putting it on the internet. Mm. <laughs> I don't like mm. it at all. No, no, it's disgusting. We're, we're on our soapbox again, but I feel like yep. <laughs> this is one of those times where it's like, no, 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 we're, we're on the fucking soapbox. Like this is yep. important. There's enough yeah. room for two on this soap soapbox, and we are comfortably standing here. <laughs> yep. I mean, we might we, we could snuggle up a little bit. Let's snuggle up a little bit. <laughs> you know, let's snuggle up. This, this isn't this isn't a Jack and Rose on the door situation. No. They're, like you there's know, there's no water. Like, the soapbox isn't going to sink. Yeah, like we're fi- it'll be fine if there's two of us on there. Um, but may- maybe maybe we could hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just desperate for affection nowadays, honestly. <laughs> Rhea's so touched, starved. I'm so touched, starved. I say that like I didn't literally hook up with one of my exes the other night. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I have never claimed to be smart, except for uh, that one time I spoke about my IQ, but IQ yeah. and uh, actual uh, intelligence are different things. <laughs> I am not the one that brought up your IQ. <laughs> you used to a lot um i did now you've brought you did, it up you did no i'm i'm allowed to bring it up it's me you've opened the gates now for me to bring it up again whenever Fuck. i want shit <laughs> oh you've broken the seal but then i balance it out by doing incredibly stupid things and then also talking about those stupid things on the podcast you are intelligent but mm-hmm. you're socially stupid <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. And I'm just, I'm not intelligent or socially <laughs> intelligent. I'm just... Oh, I mean, like, how, how, do we, how do we measure intelligence really? Really? I, I think it's a highly individual thing. Um, I, I, what, what seems intelligent to me may not seem intelligent to other people. To you, <laughs> to, to, to you, you know, um... I seem like a fucking idiot uh, to <laughs> a lot of other people. I seem like a giant fucking idiot. Uh, to me, 
to me, you seem like an intelligent person. Uh, you know, I, I interact with you pretty much daily and you seem pretty smart to me. But then also sometimes you will make a typo. Um, yeah. And I will not let it go. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you're not smart. It just means it just that means we have a new in-joke for the next five work. minutes. <laughs> I just have really bad dexterity. Sometimes my fingers stop working or sometimes yeah. they go places that I don't want them to go. That, that, that just, <laughs> I don't. Um, Jace, your fingers go where you don't want them to go? They have a mind of their own. That was that, see, that was a verbal typo that I'm going to make fun of you for. The, uh, <laughs> the yellow pages saying, let your fingers do the walking. That was actually about me. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe give them a map. <laughs> Get them on a GPS, otherwise... There's they're, they're, a sign that says, do not enter. enter. My fingers will read that sign. My fingers can read. <laughs> this is going... The wheels are falling off. This is going in a really weird direction. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, if your fingers can read, um, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of people uh, that have issues with their sight can also do that. So, uh, I think that's a so pretty... you're saying I'm not special. Yes, I'm saying you're not special. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This this podcast is us talking about how not special we are at the end of the day, <laughs> because we have a lot of people that will then reach out to us and be like, "Wow, that stupid thing you said was really relatable," and I'm like, "Really? Yeah, that I thing love that it I when said? they do that. that I was love relatable? it when they do that. But that means that means that I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not cool and special. No, don't relate to me. I need to be untouchable. Do you want to hear about the most fucked up thing I've ever done? Please. You mean, you mean you haven't talked about the most fucked up thing you've ever done on this podcast yet? How many episodes I, I, in are we? Uh, 54 like, or something. 53, oh my 54. God. I don't know. 54 but, episodes yeah. and we're finally getting to it. Let's, let's crack it open. I've told you about this, but I have not told the podcast uh, oh, family about this. Okay. Okay. I, I don't think I have. I may have now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't think I have. This is one that I hope people will listen to and go, that's not that crazy. Um, but I'm pretty sure most people will listen to it and go, you are fucked. Um, <laughs> Yay, I can't wait. When I was 15 or 16, mm-hmm. I was very, very into Australian music. Mm-hmm. And one of the bands that I was into, I'm going to bleep the name out. But I'll tell you, mm. it was really into. Oh, I love them. They're so good. They're like I'm I not bleeping them. Uh, no, 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 I know. I think it was like their second album. Um, I adored that album. They're really I still good really love them. There's really yeah. I, I will talk to you about it, um about the band later. <laughs> I will talk to you about the band later, and like we can talk about all their good songs and stuff because I have a lot to say as well because I do really think they're a really great band. Yeah. Still. And I yep. love them and I have like vinyl records of their albums from like oh, the 2000 yeah. somethings and stuff nice. like that. But nice. I am going to keep them anonymous just because of what I do in this story. Mm-hmm. This is the MySpace era where you could pretty much be friends with anyone, including bands and stuff like that. Yeah. Also, people's friends were public because we had the yeah, top eight. they were. Mm-hmm. So I went to one of these band members, top eight, and found someone in the top eight, went to... 
her profile. Oh my god. Found out that she had a sister roughly my age. Oh my god. <laughs> I think you can see where this story's going. I think I can see where it's going, but I, I want to hear more. So, like I said, back in this phase of the internet, you could just pretty much make friends with everyone. It's it wasn't like Facebook. MySpace was a social network where you made friends with people that you didn't know. Yeah. You could add yeah. anyone. So I added this girl yeah. who was a friend oh of a friend of the lead singer of this band. Oh, my God. I had a massive crush on him. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> so I added her. She accepted me. We bonded. We became really good friends. I looked up what she was into and then I went and... <laughs> And then I went and, and, and watched the shows that she liked and listened to the music that she liked. And I don't know if I tricked myself into thinking that I liked these things or if I genuinely did like them, just that I hadn't yeah, been introduced yeah. to them. But and yeah. we ended up bonding over these things and we became really good friends. And I never once mentioned that her sister was friends with the lead singer of this band that I loved. Not once. Not one fucking time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So she's turning... I think she was turning like 17. Yeah. She invites me to her birthday party. She oh lived, God. gosh, maybe two and a half hours away. But it just so happened that her birthday party coincided with my family holiday to that very location. And this was just a coincidence. Oh, my God. A com- complete yeah. coincidence. So she invites me to her birthday party. I beg my parents. I'm like, can I please go to this girl's party? For some weird yeah. reason, they let me go to the party of the girl from the internet that I've never met before and that they've never met. And Once again, welcome to the 2000s. Um, <laughs> they just let us do whatever. We've spoken before about how... They just let us do whatever. Literally, they don't give a shit. Literally how your mother was friends with a very famous victim of assault mm-hmm. and murder and we as teenagers yep. were still allowed to go to that very we're train station. Doing... Yep. By ourselves. <laughs> so they just didn't give a fuck what we were doing, really. Mm-hmm. So I was allowed to go to this birthday party. I had also lied to this girl about my age. I was like 15 and I told her I was, I think she was turning 18 and I was 15 mm. and I told her that I was almost 17 or something like that. Oh my God. So I get dropped off at, well, first of all, she invited me to lunch with her friends. So I went to Cute. this restaurant with her friends and we're all there. And I know she was definitely turning 18 because she was like ordering some booker at the, at the restaurant. <laughs> and that, that's, that's such an 18 year old <laughs> thing to order. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's my 18th birthday. I'm going to have a stamp booker. So like, we were yum. having Ugh. lunch and she was drinking the stamp booker and I was, I wasn't because mm. I didn't want to do it at the restaurant in front of everyone. So then we migrate to this girl's house mm-hmm. and it's a gorgeous, she lives in like a coastal town. It's oh, wow. really, really pretty. Yeah. And her house is huge and it overlooks the ocean and it's kind of shaped a little bit like a boat and it's just a really, really cool house. Yeah. And so we get in there, the party's going, I'm socializing, I guess. And at one point she's like, oh, do you want a drink? And then she's like, oh, wait, how old are you? Mm. You're 17, right? Or almost 17. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm almost 17. I'm turning 17 in like three weeks or whatever. Yeah. She was like, oh, okay, you can have a drink then. So she gave me a drink oh, and I'm God. there like this little just freshly turned 15 year old being oh. like, oh, this is the best. So oh, I'm no. like drinking with everyone. <laughs> oh my God. And then the, the sister turns up. Oh God. And this girl, this woman mm. was a model, like as a profession, she was a model. 
Damn, okay. And she, like, walks in. She's got this sleek, beautiful bob, and she's, like, tall and willowy and, like, super cool. And she's there sitting with us and talking, and she mentions that she can only stay for a little bit Mm. because her friend ex from this band Mm. she doesn't say that it's him from the band she says his name she's like yeah my friend mm, is coming to pick me up and then we're going out so I can only stay for a little bit yeah and I was just like it's happening oh my god it's happening it's happening all of this grinding oh (laughs) my god yeah for like a year oh my god it's all happening oh Oh my my god God. it's happening so we're hanging out and Uh There's one of her friends is a DJ and, she, and he's DJing in the kitchen. It's a full on, it feels like an American house party. Yeah. And, but set in this coastal Australian town where you can smell the ocean and hear the waves and stuff. Cause their house is like very much right, pretty much overlooking the ocean. It doesn't have a beach wow. attached to it. It's like a cliff with like yeah. rocks and oh like stuff like that. It was intense. Yeah. So I'm there walking around just sort of vibing because I didn't know anyone. Yeah. So I'm walking around vibing and then the sister ends up retreating and she's sitting in the living room watching TV and I'm just walking around the kitchen and then she Mm. calls me over and she's like, we're having a discussion because there's a couple of people there. It was the sister, the birthday girl and like a couple of other people. Yeah. And she's like, we're having a discussion. I reckon that the British office is better and then these guys all reckon that the American office is better. Um, What do you think? Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck, how do I play this? Because the birthday girl, who was my friend at this point, Mm. because I did form a genuine friendship with her. I did have genuine, um, like, an attachment to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though my my motives at the start were not the best, I wouldn't have just continued to be her friend to get what I wanted if I didn't genuinely like her as a person. Yeah, exactly. Can we also keep in mind that I had just turned 15 and I was like undiagnosed insane at that time (laughs) and being pretty intensely abused by someone in my family. Like it was not a great time for me. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I have to say that so that people don't be like, you're a terrible person. (laughs) So I was sitting there thinking, fuck, what do I do? What do I do? Do I want to side with my friend? whose mm. birthday it is, yeah. or do I want to side with the friend's sister who is best friends with the lead singer of this band that I love that I might get to meet tonight? I was yeah. like, fuck, what do I do? And then I was like, oh, the British one's better. You have to say the British one's better because America's always trying to do things, taking things from the Brits and trying to think that they can do it better, but they don't. And she was like, yes, thank you, thank you. I lied through my fucking teeth. I'm sorry. I do. I did enjoy the British office. <laughs> Because you know that I enjoy I had. I know. I dragged you into fucking Virgin Music in the City to look at the fucking David Brent posters that they had. Yeah, you did. That is a thing that Jace has done. I uh, really did like the British I can office. go on record and say that that's a thing that happened. I remember this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that being said, I didn't actually believe that the British one was better because I did think that the American one was better. Yeah, yeah. Just on a, like... Just I, but I lied through my teeth. I said yeah. it was the British one, even though I didn't really have huge um, feelings on which one was better because yeah. I thought they were both fine. Yeah. And she was like, "Yes, thank you." And I was like, "Ha, oh, oh. ha." And then the birthday girl was like, "Are you serious? Oh my god!" And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck. Oh god." And it's like you know when two friend groups come together and then you have your split. You like, don't know which personality to use Yes, with because they're together and you're like, well, I'm this person with this person and then this person with the other. It was like, I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. But I, I was in with the sister 
she added me on MySpace as well. Oh my god! I was like, that's it. I'm in. I'm like, I'm one step closer. Oh my god! And then she looked at her phone. She got a message, and she was like, "All right, I gotta go. See you guys." And she walked out. And then I was like, just looking at the door to see if I could see him. And the car pulled up and she jumped into the car and then they drove off. I didn't see a fucking thing. I didn't even get a glimpse of this guy. (laughs) Holy shit. And then I just rode out the rest of the party until I was getting picked up by my parents. And then still spoke to this girl afterwards. Still went and saw this band. I did end up meeting them after that. Not through my friend, but just through chance. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, when I deleted MySpace, I just didn't keep, keep in contact. Like I never actually deleted MySpace. When I migrated from MySpace to Facebook and then didn't go back to MySpace, I lost contact with her. But yeah, that's probably the most fucked thing I've ever done. Yeah. That's a, oh boy. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. That's shit, one that's, Jace. um. Yeah. No, um, you have not told me about this one. Have you I not? You haven't told me about this one. I can't believe this is one that you haven't told oh, me about. Especially knowing, I really thought I had. Especially knowing that I fucking adored that band too. Like so I much. D- I thought I had told you, you that. You never told me this one. I'm actually oh. freaking out a little bit. But also, and it's one of those things where we, we, we've, we've, we've talked about things in the podcast before where we have told stories of what each other has done or even told stories of what other people have done. I was sitting there the whole time being like, I would totally do that if I was 15. If oh, I was yeah. 15, I would have done yep. that. 100% I would have done I, that. Yeah. Yeah. 15-year-old me was a different breed. Yeah. I, I can look back and understand why I did that. And mm. I can kind of look at that and go, yeah, well, I mean, not probably the nicest thing if she ever found out that I was only, I only seeked out her friendship mm. to, I was going to say sook, <laughs> if I only sook out her friendship. Yeah. Uh, if I only sought out her friendship to get close to someone, yeah. that would fucking suck. I would hate that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do it now. No. Because I'm matured and I understand that that's fucked. Yeah. But at that age, I was, all I could see was, I love this band. I could get, I could, I could, I could. Yeah. I didn't. You could do I it. couldn't. But I tried. Oh my and God. I did get a really good friend out of it. Yeah. Are you, are you still friends with this person? I have no idea where she is now. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I, I was, was going to say, if you're still friends with her, um, maybe uh, next time you guys catch up, maybe don't mention that you have a podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. If there was any chance I thought that she would ever uh, find out about this or hear it, I would not have said it on the podcast. But I yeah. really don't think – I think I'm so removed from that whole thing now that like 15 years on, over 15 years on, mm. I don't think that – yeah. I don't think she's ever going to come across this. Yeah, um, I doubt it. But yeah, that was pretty fucked Holy to like orchestrate shit, this whole thing. That's why sometimes I see movies that are supposed to be scary where yeah. people want to be friends with people and then they research them and find out stuff about them yeah. and then like manipulate them into being their friends. I see that and I'm like, I just wants a friend. That's not that bad. That's why. <laughs> because I've done something so supremely weird and fucked up in my past. And I feel comfortable sharing that here with you. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But also with our listeners because they're also not right in their head, most of them. I mean, if if they're listening to this, I feel like at this point, we've been doing this podcast for like over a year. Um, mm-hmm. they, they have heard us admit to some very weird many, things. Many, many things. Many things. Uh, I think at this point, if they were like surprised by any of that. Um, That's on they, them. They haven't really been listening. Like, have you been listening, really? 
it does this not seem like something that teenage us would do? It is 100% something teenage us would do. I mean, TikTok look, even- loves to say context clues. Yeah. Context clues. Con- come on, context. Um, I mean, look, I have not to that point, or at least not to my memory. <laughs> oh, I, haven't, I can't believe I'm saying that. you at this point. But I, you know, when I, usually for me, it's after I become friends with someone online. And again, this is something that I haven't really done in a while, but I did used to do it. When I first become friends with someone online, I will go back and have a stalk and mm-hmm. see see where they've mentioned things that they've liked and if I see anything that to I like. To see what you have in common. Yeah, see what I have in common. That's... And then also get recommendations and then if it happens to uh, be something Come that up. I end up liking and then it comes up in conversation, then I'm like, aha, a friendship point. See, this is not going to mean anything to you considering mm. the story that I just told, but I feel yeah. like that's normal. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like doing that. I feel like doing that to some degree is fairly normal and fairly understandable. Uh, we just we maybe don't um, attempt to stalk uh, Australian musicians. I don't. I, mean, do I, that I, I don't now, know if that. Okay? I, don't, I don't think. I don't think that's stalking. But I mean, yeah, you get what I mean. No, it's not stalking. It's <laughs> um, stalking. research. I love research. research. Yeah, we have a special research. interest. In <laughs> a special interest. Once again, Jace um, is blaming things on their autism. Hey, I didn't say it was autistic related. You said special interest. You said special interest. Jace. ADHD can have special interests as well, just in I, a different... I am well aware. So am... why are you blaming it on the big A? Oh, okay. <laughs> because... Pick a different neurodiversity. <laughs> Pick another thing that is wrong with my brain. Not wrong, sorry, don't come at me. Because... <laughs> Pick another thing about me that's different to blame it on. Oh maybe my God. I'm just insane. Maybe, did anyone ever think of that? Did anyone ever think maybe I'm just actually literally insane? And I'm allowed to say that. Don't come at me for the, my terminology. I've, I've thought that frequently because I'm your best friend. Yes. And you know most. I can't believe I haven't told you that the most. You hadn't told me that one. I've you actually done. hadn't told me Do you think that's that the most fucked up thing? Of all the things I've ever told you, do you think that's the most fucked up? Or have I done more um, fucked up things? It's hard Honestly, for me. It's hard for me to, to like. I, I can't rank them. I can't rank things. <laughs> Let's just sit here and rank all the fucked up things I've Let's done in my life. Let's sit here and rank all the things, <laughs> like because you know, like, and again, it's about it's about context, and also like my personal opinion doesn't necessarily weigh on things because there are things that you have done that you're like, oh, that was fucked up. Where I'm just sitting there being like, yeah, but I'd do that. Yeah, but I have done that. Like, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm no angel. I I'm, oh, I'm oh, not, we know. I'm yeah exactly. I'm not the fucking moral guardian of this. You're podcast. the litmus test. I I don't think anyone is, especially out of the two of us. <laughs> it's like you've got the angel and the devil on your shoulder. We're literally both the devil. We're just both devils. Yeah. Any, <laughs> any anyone listening to this podcast, like you should you should edit this podcast so that I'm in one ear and you're in the other, <laughs> and then that way people literally have a devil on each shoulder. Just both telling them the exact same thing. It's totally okay to like base your personality on things that your friends like to make them like you more. That's totally okay. Normal. 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 So normal. You should really, li- you know, that guy over there on the other shoulder, you should really listen to them. Yeah. You know what they're talking about. Yeah. 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 My, my buddy, my buddy over here on your other <laughs> side, fucking smart one. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. You know, I, I, I would do that. I agree with them. Do what they said. 
don't do anything I wouldn't do. And then the list of things you wouldn't do is like this small. <laughs> the, the list of things I wouldn't do is like two lines. <laughs> <laughs> It's like two lines. I um yeah, I've spoken before, um, getting back to like special interests, I've spoken before about how I'm currently hyperfixated on the TV show Gotham. Yes. Um and like the focal point of that show is the villains. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm sitting there and sometimes mm-hmm. they do stuff and I'm like, I yeah, I'd do that. I do that. And the point of these characters is to be cartoonishly villainish. Like not even like relatable uh, little fucked up things that everyone does. These are meant to be comic book villains that do awful things to each other and the people around them. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching. I'd be like, yeah, but like, he he rejected them. I'd do that if I mm-hmm. got rejected. Yeah. I'd be really angry too. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to go on a murder spree. Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> if you think about it, mm. Thanos, when he snapped everyone in fucking Avengers... Thanos was He's right. just helping the environment. Yeah. And also, what if some of those people that he snapped were, like, Nazis or pedophiles? Yeah, we should exactly. just leave them there. Just leave and them there. And you can go on your little high horse and be like, well, everyone deserves a chance and no one should be saved over someone else. But no. 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 <laughs> sometimes villains just have really good points. They have really good points and also... And uh, then sometimes they're also sexy. So it's like... Yeah, what that's literally what's going to be my next point. <laughs> They're sexy. They have better outfits. Um, Mm -hmm. Come on. Actually, I was talking about this the other day um, with some people um, because we were talking about um, we were talking about the Batman, the the movie, Mm -hmm. um, and like how uh, quite often um, villains in things will just be people that have like pretty decent leftist talking points. So then the writers need to make them do something unfathomably evil, like mm-hmm. kill some babies yeah. to, to be like, oh, no, but this is the villain. This is the fucking yep. villain. Like, Because otherwise, if like they're not out there kicking puppies, you're going to be like, that's a good guy. That, but you that, can't like root for the guy that's kicking puppies. They have some points. They're trying to go up against corruption and like, you know, billionaires and shit. Like, good points. And then when the writers are like... Mm. He's just a bad dude. He's just a bad dude. It's like, well, I mean, I mean, okay, this sure? is this is the second insane thing I'm going to say in this podcast. Sometimes I see Joe ever? from Yu's point. I mean, in this episode. Oh, okay. Sometimes oh, we, we, I see we've Joe spoken from Yu's about point. Joe before. Yes, <laughs> we're supposed to not root for him, and I don't want to because he's you know out there murdering him. people. Yeah. But however, he murdered fucking Crystalia. That mm-hmm. was a good thing. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Like, fucking, he's out there murdering pedos and things like that. Like, he's, how am I supposed to be like, Mm-mm-mm, don't fucking glorify this guy. Like, mm-hmm. Also, Storky Man Hot, as I have mentioned before. Yes, you have definitely said Storky Man Hot. Storky Man Hot. Like, Storky Man Hot. <laughs> like, the things, it's obviously. It's bad. Why hot? <laughs> Obviously, stalking Beck and, you know, women and just, like, mm. weird stuff like that, not good. Killing pedophile, good. Killing pedophile, good thing. Good. Yes, kill so, pedophile. I mean, I'm not going to say that I glorify him as a character, but also, like, sometimes he does things that are not that bad. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. if you wanted us to just hate him, you wouldn't have him doing things that I think are morally fine. 
Yeah, exactly. Have him be totally, just like totally morally corrupt. Like there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, that can make for compelling characters to watch. Sometimes people are just fucked up. Sometimes people are just fucked up. I mean, look at me and you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Once again, this is an audio medium, so you guys can't see what Jace just did. But like right before I said, look at me and you, right at about the same time, Jace just starts pointing at themselves. I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point of this. Sometimes people are just fucked up, like Stalky us. Jace hot. Just Sto- <laughs> Stalky Jace hot. <laughs> oh my god! I want to clarify. I did mention it before, but I, at the time of my weird stalkiness, I I was going through some things. I was yes. <laughs> it was yes. like the height of oh, my yeah. family things like- that I was going. through. And then, like, then, like, when when they try and give villains like sympathetic backstories, mm-hmm. don't do that because yeah. then in my it fucks something up in my brain, and I'm like, oh, but yeah. it's like it's that bit in Brooklyn Nine Nine where he's like, cool motive, still murder, still murder, yeah. Except you're like, cool motive. Except I'm sitting there, and I'm like, cool, cool motive, yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe cool motive. And then my brain cool forgets about this. My brain forgets about the still murder part. Like, if you're going to try and make me hate this guy, don't give him a cool motive. Just make him murder. Come on. Exactly. And what we're learning from here is I have a tragic backstory, therefore what I did was okay. That's the moral of this whole conversation. You know, whoever whoever is writing the movie of your life did a really good job on the fucked up backstory. Oh, my God. Really great job on the fucked up backstory. Like, we haven't even touched on half of it on this podcast. Exactly. There there is stuff that we can't talk about. There's stuff in my backstory we can't really talk about. Um, But we have both both had absolutely (laughs) tragic backstories. So you are allowed to be a little bit insane. Yeah, you can't. You can't expect me to watch something where the Mm -hmm. person has a fucked up backstory and not relate to them because i'm just sitting there being like oh but the The poor thing orphan and abuse kicked and bullied like (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is this is gonna take a completely different turn like in the grinch (laughs) we're baby grinch Baby All he Grinch. wants to do is give his present to the cute girl in the glass and then he gets, uh, like, picked on and then everyone's, yeah. like, teasing him because he's shaved and then he breaks the thing and that's why he hates Christmas. It's like, how can you see that and not... And not root for the Grinch? Yeah. I'm rooting for the Grinch. You would want to root the Grinch. I would also be rooting the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> Adult Grinch. We Adult Grinch. We knew that was coming, though. It's it's Jim Carrey. I have talked about wanting to root for Grinch before. I don't think that is the worst uh, person I have ever said I would have sex with. No. Uh, the worst person root- you've said that you would have sex with, we have not mentioned on this podcast. We have not People are still supposed to be guessing them. Yeah. No, one, no, no one's, one's guessed it. correctly. No one's guessed it yet. I don't think anyone's even come close. No. No one's, no one's come close. I think no they're expecting, because you admitted to Ben Shapiro, I think they're expecting it to be, like, morally, like, blanket worse mm. than Ben Shapiro. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. like we said before, you can't rank the insane shit I've done. I can't rank the insane so we can't, people that I want to fuck. It's a different ranking. It's a it's... totally different <laughs> ranking. It's based on how sh- ashamed I feel about it. Yes. It's based on how ashamed I feel about it. Yeah. With Ben Shapiro, and again, as I've stated before, with Ben Shapiro, I would not let him put it inside me. I just want to peg him. Yes, that counts as sex, but I want to have that. Qu- I want to have that qualifier there. I would not let Ben Shapiro's dick anywhere near me. 
I'm just going to peg him. That's what's going to happen. I'm really sorry to our underage listeners. <laughs> but it's your fault. Why? Why are you doing why? this? Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Why, why are underage people listening to us? Maybe <laughs> like we love you. That. Like we love but you. Um, do, don't do, I was going to say do as we say, not as we do, but also don't do as we say. <laughs> Don't do anything that we would say that we would do. Don't do anything we talk about. Uh, don't do anything don't, we have just, done. Just don't do anything, you know. You've got homework. Go do your homework. Go, do your Go homework. watch Heartstopper again. Go watch Heartstopper again. Do your homework. Trust me. And it get sounds off, like a joke, but get it'll off make the you internet. Yeah. Well, you have always wanted to be the wine aunt and the bad influence Yes. aunt. Very so there we go. So. This is it. This is your chance, your moment. I am the wine aunt of the listeners of this podcast that's who I'm, i am i am the water aunt <laughs> it's like where the point we need, is we need, i've yeah, got we, water no, we, and you've got wine we need we need we need a fire aunt an earth aunt an <laughs> long ago the four nations lived in harmony until the fire aunt attacked <laughs> shutting up now i'm shutting up i'm shutting up i think it's really funny that i told my insane story from when i was still in high school while i'm wearing my year 12 um mitchell high jersey i had i had not commented on that yet jace is wearing their year 12 jersey jace is one of those adults that wears their year 12 jersey look i want to make it very clear that i am not generally Mm. However, it is quite cold for Queensland right now and I'm never prepared for winter. Like I don't have – I have one jumper that I got for my birthday and yeah. that is wet because I wore it walking in the rain today oh, and dear. I'm cold. So this is the only long sleeve thing that I have. <laughs> I Okay, so my whole thing is I think it's I think it's okay to like hang on to it and I think it's okay to like wear it around the house. Mm-hmm. It's the people that are well past high school wearing it out in public – that's what gets me. I'm like, why are you doing this? I what, see what, people what is... who do that and I'm yeah. like, you definitely would have bullied my friends in high school. Like for yeah, sure. Exactly. Like, and like they're they're cool. the kind of people they're the kind of people that peaked in high school and they're trying to cling on to that. But it's like, how old are you? Uh, and like the more years out of high school you get, the weirder it is. Yeah. Until like <laughs> maybe I think once you get to a certain point it kind of flips around. Yeah, I can see what year you graduated, bitch. Oh my god. Um, it's 06. It's like if I were to wear this out, I it, I I may as well just wear a shirt that says I'm old on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think maybe once you get to a certain point, like maybe once you hit like your 50s or something and it's like properly oh, vintage, yeah. maybe then it's cool, but we are nowhere near that point. Nowhere near that point. And I don't even have one cuz I didn't fucking graduate. So, yeah. I got the jersey and then they did mm-hmm. a fleece zip up jacket as well with the yeah. thing on the back I got that as well I don't know where that is now I think that was at my my at Gabby's or something and I left it I there, remember but... those I remember those jackets they were they were good jackets they were so nice if, and snuggly if, and warm. if I if I could get one of those jackets without any sort of branding on it uh, I would wear that still it was a good yeah jacket. if anyone uh from Mitchell High is listening to this class of six <laughs> or whatever uh let us know what brand and where you got it from and we'll track uh, them down Please get us a jacket because uh, those jackets were sick. And like, I'm like, I see people donating this stuff to like thrift shops mm-hmm. and then other people 
will buy Strange's high school jerseys and they think it's like cool and I'm like I once again I think past a certain point of how old it is maybe it's kind of cool because it's like kind of vintage or whatever maybe like 80s yeah 90s even mid 90s like 80s or 90s but like yeah but like 2000s 2010s no but there are people that do that and it just blows my mind I don't understand it I get I uh, yeah I, I am horribly aging myself here, but I, yeah. I we, we are now past my birthday. I am now officially 30. We just don't um, understand the youth of today. Like those, those kids and their, their high school jerseys and their... I can't say anything else because anything else I can think of that, like, uh, quote-unquote kids these days do is shit that I do. Like, I'm, I've literally <coughs> been sitting here with my vape. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, wear- I'm currently wearing a corpse husband hoodie. Um, he's a musical artist that got popular from TikTok. Um, like fucking, yeah, I, I, I really can't talk, but that is, that is one thing that I'm just like, "Mm, I don't know. Every time I put this jersey on, I'm like, Mm. oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Even though I'm just, it's literally just me in my house and I'm wearing it because I'm cold. I've like got long pants. I got socks. I got my jersey and I'm like under blankets and I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Or as the kids say, cringe. I'm like, this is so cringe. As the kids say, fucking, I I say the word cringe like five times a day. Yes, I am. I am so generationally confused. Me too. Like, I really, I really am. Um, because apparent, because like, apparently, you know, there's like a cusp between millennial and Gen Z. Apparently, I'm just slightly too old to be in that kind of cusp area, but I still do very much feel. Like I'm in that area and I don't know if that's cringe or not. Cause I'm so just what's like, my excuse. I'm like further removed from that cusp. No, you're firmly into the millennial kind of area. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with us. I mean, I know what's wrong I with mean, us. We have uh, the traumas. diagnoses. The traumas. It's the traumas. Yeah, I think so. I think it's very much that kind of um, arrested development thing where like you just don't get past your teen years. Yeah, that's where we are stunted. That is where our we emotional are very stunted. maturity stunted. Genu- yes, which which is why you can talk about uh, making friends with MySpace people to stalk band members, and I'm just sitting here like, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. That's fine. I do that. I know I just, that. It's weird because Mally is on TikTok as well. So yeah. we'll, me, me and Mally send each other TikToks and then we'll yeah. walk around the house just quoting TikToks. Like yeah. Mally will shuffle out of the room like a crab and just be like, my money don't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> and I'll like finish it off. And we're like, yeah, it's so fun. And I like have the time of my life. I'm like, this is great. We're relating. And then I'm like, hmm, maybe I should just make sure that I'm not, that I'm removing myself from cool, fun friend into back into parent mm. zone mm. <laughs> but it's mm. good because I, I think I had that divide growing up my my mother did not have that divide yeah she exactly. would tell everyone that we were like best friends and oh my god we're best friends I would never tell anyone that I like I would never say mm. that I was Mally's best friend because I'm not and I no. shouldn't be no I, th- I find that very weird yeah that's why like I think okay I think it's possible to have a really good relationship with your mother mm-hmm. as yeah. a woman or a girl or whatever and feel like you're good friends. And yeah. I think that's fine. However, mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I had a mother yeah. who would tell everyone that we were besties but not act like a bestie and also yeah, not that, act like see, a that's, mother. See, that's weird. That's weird. And yeah. so now yeah. when people are like, my mum's my best friend, I'm like, 
as if like something's wrong there even though i know logically that people genuinely can have good relationships i know this i see you and your your mother i know that it's possible (laughs) to genuinely have a good relationship (laughs) i'm just sitting here being like yeah me and wendy i literally texted her happy mother's day dickhead (laughs) <laughs> she was like thanks idiot <laughs> well I didn't That's message just, my mother yeah. at all because I don't have one um yeah, exactly but yeah I I think I think with me and Wendy though like we didn't really become actual friends until I was an grown adult up. exactly and That's until different. yeah and like even then like it started when I was in like my very early 20s and then it really got into that territory once I moved out so it's like we mm-hmm. are both properly we are adults now and like yeah. that's fine, but yeah, like 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 mums of like kids and teenagers that are like that. I'm like, I I mean, like it's it's really great that you have a good, uh, friendly relationship with them. It's good that you get still along. Still, definitely need to be a parent. But still, be a parent. Like, be a. Parent. It's damaging to not have the boundaries and stuff like that. Yes, I yes, think because definitely. I didn't have because I had a mother who was saying that we were best friends but treating me like shit. When I see even adult people post on Facebook for Mother's Day, be like, this is my best friend in the world. I'm just like, mm, something's wrong there, even though yeah. I know it's not. Yeah. Because I've seen yeah. good mother-daughter relationships. I've seen these yeah. positive relationships. I know they exist. But because that's not my experience and my reality, a little fucking gremlin in my brain just pops out and is like, this is not right. This is fucked up. <laughs> abuse, abuse, even though it's not. And I know that it's not. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, no, totally, (laughs) totally, totally. But yeah, like, I think it's totally plausible to have like a good friendship with your parents. It Mm -hmm. just definitely needs to be an adult thing and it needs to be healthy. Like it needs to be one of those things that you're not like forcing. Cause I've seen Mm -hmm. that as well. Like people trying to like force themselves to be friends with their kids or their parents once they're all adults. And it's like, Mm. It's got, it's got to be organic and it's got to be based it's got to be based on a healthy parent child relationship to start with and it's got yep. to kind of grow from that I feel it's, and then like, it's got to grow yeah. into a mutual respect yes like Wendy and I had a lot of repairing that we had to do in our relationship between my late teens and my early to mid twenties like there was a lot of damage there uh, we were we were not good to each other quite frankly um, I've spoken about this before. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that we were able to do that. But we, we did have – we had to do that healing first and we had to work through our mutual trauma first. And she had to also – you both had to be willing to work through it and to yes. admit that yes. you both were wrong. This is why yes. my relationship with my mother mm. <laughs> completely just went yeah. to shit because yeah, she exactly. refused to admit any fault at all. And, yeah, I was a difficult teen. I wasn't easy. I was fucked up. But mm. she was the parent. She put a lot on me that she should never have put on a child, that a parent should never put on a child. I was very much her emotional shoulder because she didn't have any other friends her own age. Yeah. So I was the one that had to come home and then listen to her completely wine drunk talking about how horrible everything is, how horrible my father is, how horrible everything around her life is and how shit it is and how she doesn't want to be here and she's crying. And and I don't do well with people crying Anyway, no. I'm not great at comforting people. No. Um, but see, I think I'm quite sympathetic, but I don't know if I have the empathy to go with it. Like it's yeah. So just having like your mother cry to you mm. about these personal things, it's like that never should have happened. There should have been a solid boundary. Like I will never, if I'm having a moment, I'll tell my kids, I'll be like, yep, I'm sorry that I yelled because X happened and this is how it made mm-hmm. me feel. I should not yeah. have done that. 
nothing you did was wrong and then just leave it at that but I would never be like oh my god guys I'm so depressed I want to kill myself oh you guys yeah. are the only things keeping me going and I oh would be god. so devastated if if you stop talking to me or if anything like that and I yeah have that's like manipulation at its finest yeah oh yeah oh yeah and she was yeah, fucking it's... good at it she had a lot of practice so that's the thing my mother would mm. not change yeah, when I came exactly. to her and I said you did this this and this and this hurt me mm. I never did that that never happened you must mm-hmm. think so little of me mm-hmm. I I must be such a piece of shit mother for you to ever think that you know to talk to me this way and it's like well <sighs> fuck it just got to the point where I was like this is going in circles like I was like crying not to getting you anywhere. about like sending you messages that she sent me being like she's fucking said this to me and you're there going mm, uh, bro and I I just got to the point where I was like I can't handle this anymore no I'm, I'm exactly not. exactly it's just going in circles and yeah something has to give and if she wasn't yeah. going to admit that she had done things to upset me mm. or to impact me negatively then what's the point that's why I was just yeah like, this isn't happening and still she no, won't exactly. admit it she has contacted yeah. me once since I cut off contact three years ago mm-hmm. uh saying I don't know what I did whatever it is I'm sorry I just oh. it because she knows what she did because I told her what she did yeah. and then she flat out said that never happened. Yeah, and, exactly. <laughs> and then with the narcissist, you say this happened, they say I never said that. Then you send them the screenshots and they're still like yeah. you misunderstood. Yeah. So I was just like, Mm-mm. and so that's Oof. why my I look at relationships and I go, wow, something's wrong there that they're so close. And even though I know it's not, it's because yeah. I didn't yeah. have that. And that's why it's good that, Wendy clearly wanted to change and wanted and yeah. clearly acknowledged that things weren't right. And you would have acknowledged as well that you had played a part in it and the oh, mutual yeah. acknowledgement of this. And then you could mm. heal together. And that's why yeah, you guys exactly. have such a strong relationship now. I could never yeah. have that. And I don't look at you with jealousy. Yeah. I, no, I, I know. don't, I don't think I'm jealous, but mm. I just know that I just look at that and I'm like, there's no way in hell we would ever get to that point. Yeah. Me and my yeah. Mom. Yeah. Um, I got reminded of something the other day uh, when I was with Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we were chatting about stuff um, about like, you know, just, you know, doing adult things, moving out and getting jobs and stuff. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, because he was like, you know, he's only been out of home for like a year or so. And I was like, well, you know, I didn't move out until I was 23. And he's like, yeah, you did. I'm like, what? Yeah, you did when when did I move out before I was 23 and Shane told me about something that I had completely forgotten about um I say that I might have talked about it on the podcast before but it's not something that I consciously count as moving out mm-hmm. so when I was 18 I was dating this guy he was like 18 or 19 and this was right in the point where Wendy and I were not good um and I essentially just one day was like fuck it I'm gonna go live with Aiden Um, and this was like one of my first, this was like my first serious boyfriend, like out of high school. So this was like my Mm -hmm. first quote unquote adult relationship. So I essentially packed a fucking bag and I went and just lived at his house for a few months. And like, somehow I completely like glossed over that in my like timeline of, you know, oh, when I moved out and stuff. Mm. Um, and this was like, I was, um, I hadn't finished high school. Um, I didn't have a job. I was living off Centrelink and I was just fucking living at this guy's house. 
Like, he, he had a job and he had uni. He would literally go and do stuff during the day and I would just, like, be in his room and just sit in there all day and, like, play video games on his laptop and, like, eat Subway and Doritos and Is do nothing. Is this when I was at, on, at Linderman? I think so, yeah. 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 Because I was just like, nah, fuck it. I'm not living with Wendy anymore. I'm an adult. I'm going to go do this thing and live with my boyfriend like a grown up. Um, we broke up a few months later. <laughs> he he broke up with me on Valentine's Day. Thank you, oh, Aiden. Class act. Yeah. I know. I know. And then I had to, and like, I was living out of a bag. I didn't have all of my stuff there. Every once in a while, I would like sneak home to pick up things. And like he lived, he lives in Annandale, which is like not far from where I live mm-hmm. now in Newtown. So I was like, occasionally like doing that trip and like sneaking home to grab shit and then take it back to his house. And then when we broke up, it was this whole awkward thing of like having to slink home with my head, but my um, not my head, my tail between <laughs> my legs. <laughs> wow, did you remove a couple of ribs to be able to do that? <laughs> I pulled a Marilyn Manson. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I had to slink home with my tail between my legs and be like. Sorry, mommy. Can I can I come back and live at home again? Me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it, it's it still wasn't great for a while after that. But I think that was that was one of the first points where she was like, "There is something very not right with my daughter. Maybe maybe we should look at that." <laughs> See, it's really weird how similar you and I are like how similar our trajectories were at some Mm. points because I also had a massive argument with Gabby and that's when I moved out and moved up to Queensland. That was a split decision where she was just completely going at me, screaming at me. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I am not living like this. But the difference is you guys reconciled in the end. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it was like I tried to – I tried for many years after that, many years – and it just didn't didn't happen. Yeah, because I th- I think we, we we took it as a sign of oh shit there there's some shit here that's not right. If and you don't do something now, then yeah, definitely yeah. in regards to my mental health because I had my I had my massive breakdown that landed me in hospital maybe like a year or two after that, mm-hmm. and that that was that was the like this this first thing was like a little crack. And then that second thing uh, when I was in hospital that was what shattered it, and we mm-hmm. had to rebuild. We had to rebuild from the ground up, but that was, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not happy that it happened, yeah. but I'm, I'm happy that we, you know, we, we got to rebuild from the ground up there because yeah, we, we really had to, cause there was, after that, it was like nothing. We absolutely had to just start again. That's really good that you could, that you managed to. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It, it wasn't easy. Like, yeah. Like. I've said this before and like I'm in no way discounting other people's experiences with like issues with their parents. Um, but I am really lucky that that's the way that this turned out for Mm me in particular. Um, it can't work that way for everyone. And that makes me really sad. Um, but I'm in no, I'm in no way like flashing it around being like, Oh, well look at what I did. I like, it's not like that because it was hard. It was not Mm -hmm. an easy thing. It was not something that I enjoyed doing it turned out for the best in the end, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not like running it around, like shoving it in people's faces being like, well, I did better than you. Cause I could do this. Like really? No, Cause it feels like it. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't come yeah. off that way at all. And I know that you're very um, self-conscious and you're very aware when you post about how great Wendy is and how much you love her. I know yeah. that you are aware that 
people might see it as something else. And th- I want to tell you, they don't. No one sees it as yeah. anything other than just a kid that loves their mum. And yeah. it's no one sees it as you rubbing it in their face. And I know that sometimes yeah. you worry that people are going to... I like, worry a lot. I really yeah. do a lot. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. come off that way at all. And I can guarantee you not one fucking person out there is going, fucking free, always bragging about their fucking mom. Not even me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. If, if anyone has the right to do it, it's you. <laughs> you get a pass. Every time you mention Wendy, I'm like, fucking Brie, fucking Wendy, fucking, oh, fucking Wendy. <laughs> That's why I'm yeah. kind of glad, like, if I didn't have kids and Mother's Day wasn't my day, yeah. I would be one of those people that's bitter on Mother's Day, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, and I'm, I'm really glad that you do have that day for you and I'm, I'm really glad that you had a really lovely Mother's Day because, like, that was so cute. That was really so cute. It was really nice. Oh, that was adorable. Yeah. No, like, yeah, I am I am genuinely happy for you. I'm happy and like for Mother's you. Mother's Day is a hard day for a lot of people. Yeah. Like a lot of people. And I understand that and I respect that. Like I don't yeah. think anyone should be made to feel like they have to be okay with seeing Mother's Day posts, whether they're estranged yeah. from their mother or whether they they tried to be mothers and couldn't or or whether their parents their mother's dead or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. People have the right 100% to feel like shit on Mother's Day and not be happy yeah. about seeing people's posts. As long as you don't, like, bring exactly. that negativity onto other people's posts when they're not having a bad time. I yeah. think that's, like, yeah. when, yeah. Just, like, vent to your friends and that's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Everyone, everyone's everyone's experiences are different. Like, everyone's experiences are totally different. Especially single mothers. Like, I've got a lot of friends oh, who are yeah. single mothers and don't yeah. have anyone to do things for them. And their kids can't do it, obviously. Like, they're not going to go off to yeah, the target too, too and get little. them a card. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, I've got friends who post on Mother's Day and they're like, this day is really hard for me. It really hurts seeing all these positive posts. And... It's well within their right to post that. and Totally, totally. As much as it's within my right to post my happy Mother's mm. Day things, it's within their right to post about how upset they are on this day. Exactly, valid. exactly. It's fucking tough doing it with a partner, let alone doing it on your own and not having yeah. that day where people are like giving you things. Like I love presents. <laughs> if I didn't have an adult to give me presents, I would be very upset. You, yeah, you wouldn't be getting Mother's Day presents. Yeah, no, and you deserve them. And like every, everyone deserves them. Everyone yeah, deserves and presents. So like, yeah, I think it's fine to vent. And I don't think people should feel any ill will towards the people who vent about how hard Mother's Day is for them and how much they hate seeing the happy Mother's Day posts because... I never do. No, I never I never feel any ill will. I feel, you know, I feel bad for those people. And not not in, like, a pity way. No. Not in, like, a, oh, well, well it sucks that it's, it's bad for you. Like, I do mm. feel genuinely bad because, yeah. like, yeah, it is hard. It fucking would suck. And so, like, I'm posting... And I don't feel bad about posting my happy Mother's Day things mm. because that's my reality and what's happening to me Mm. but I can also I can post about my good day and also feel sympathetic to my friends for their shitty days and if I could if I was a millionaire I would just like uber eats really big dinners to all my single mum friends or anyone who is having a shitty mother's day like that would be like the pay it forward person. Like I yeah. kept thinking like maybe they had a mother that they lost recently and they were like, well, I feel like shit. So I'm going to go and give like pay for someone else's mother's day meal. I feel like I would yeah. do that. I would like Uber eats all my friends food <laughs> and be like, at least someone's doing something for you. Oh, that yeah. sounds really bad. I should have worded that better, but like no, I no, want no. someone I, to I, do I know something for them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It would, it would be nice to have anyone doing something for you <laughs> as long as they're not doing it for the TikTok clout. 
That's it. I'm going to film myself for TikTok. I'm going to be like, it'll be um, a caption. It'll be like, the time I ordered Uber Eats for my single mom friends. <laughs> In that fucking text to speak voice. <laughs> and it's just a TikTok of me ordering. And then the music goes, dun, 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 dun. And it'll be yeah. me like <laughs> typing in the Uber Eats order. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my fucking God. Oh, but then you need to like send people around to film the reactions because all of our friends live all over the fucking place. I'll just hack into their ring doorbells and get their footage <laughs> off there. Oh my god! Oh, look, anything for clout, man. Anything for clout. I'm gonna get fucking TikTok famous. I need famous. those likes. I need those followers. I need to get in the creator fund, baby. <laughs> I want that Give sweet TikTok me. cash. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Well, 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 what have we got here? <laughs> uh, Jace. Yes. Uh, even though I, um, even though I totally could see myself, uh, stalking band members from their friends, MySpace profiles. And even though, I totally and completely sympathize uh, with the Riddler uh, when <laughs> when he when he's killing corrupt politicians. Uh, do you still like me? Um. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course I do. <laughs> and re. Yes, Jace. Even though I did. St- <laughs> though I did uh, MySpace friend request my way into being part of the inner circle of one of Australia's biggest rock bands. <laughs> do you still like me? I do still like you and uh, I am happy to be the devil on your shoulder any day. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> this has been another episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod, and you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me, Ree, on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel, and you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening. <laughs>